You're listening to LanguageCaster.com's football podcast. Welcome everybody, my name's Damon. I'm in Tokyo on a rainy day and this is the show for everyone interested in football who wants to brush up on their English skills too. On the show we've got four sections. We're going to start with a review in just a moment of the footballing news last week. After that, it's our main listening report, and this week Damien and myself have a big interest in uh, this section because both of our teams are involved in the semi-finals of the FA Cup in England, and we'll be talking about their chances. After that, Damien comes back with a bit of English for football. We're going to finish with predictions. Okay, well, let's kick off with the good, the bad and the ugly, our review section. And I'm going to start with good. It seems that Leo Messi is always in our good section, but we have to include him yet again after his brace against Zaragoza. And one more against Getafe in midweek means that he's now scored a remarkable 61 goals this season for Barcelona. He's the first player to score 60 goals in a top European league since Bayern Munich's Gert Müller managed 67 in 1972-73. We also have to congratulate Scottish side Celtic, who won their first title in four years in style after defeating Kilmarnock 6-0 to claim their 42nd league championship overall. While we also say well done to German side Dortmund after they defeated rivals Bayern Munich 1-0 to move six points clear at the top of the Bundesliga with only four games remaining. Now bad, it was good for Dortmund, but it proved to be a nightmare evening for Bayern star Aaron Robin, who managed to give away the winning goal, miss a penalty, and then miss a sitter for his side in the closing moments. It looks like the Bavarian fans have found a scapegoat in Robin. Okay, that's the good and the bad. Damien, what about ugly? Yes, a tough night indeed for Ian Robin in Dortmund. Now, for Ugly this week, we all know that referees have a tough job to do. But recently, it seems that it's become even tougher as they face a barrage of complaints from Premier League owners and managers. Liverpool boss Kenny Dalglish recently suggested that there may be a conspiracy against his side after he claimed that referees had made inexcusable and unexplainable decisions. Queen's Park Rangers boss Mark Hughes felt that he and some of his colleagues had lost respect for the referees in the top flight. Wigan manager Roberto Martinez described the decisions in his team's defeat against Chelsea as disgusting, while Sir Alex Ferguson criticised the man in black as Phil Dowd after his performance against Wigan. On top of all this, Wigan chairman Dave Whelan felt smaller sides were not getting the rub of the green, and Fulham chairman Mohamed Al-Fayed has written to the Premier League so that it might explain its choices of referees. Now, it's no coincidence that these claims often occur after poor refereeing decisions go against a side, which makes these comments sound like sour grapes. Now, decisions may not even themselves out over the season, and yes, referees may get decisions wrong, just like the players who play and the managers who pick the team. To put referees under so much pressure, particularly when they receive nowhere near the same amount of money as players and managers, is really unfair. Maybe football should learn from other sports with regards to respecting officials before things get even uglier. 
this week's main listening report, we look ahead at the weekend's FA Cup semi-finals, which see both games involving two local rivals. OK, first up, it's Everton versus Liverpool. Liverpool, the team I follow, of course. Now, let's look at the history. So, Everton are going to meet their derby rivals, Liverpool, in the first semi-final of the FA Cup this weekend. And Everton, the oldest of the two clubs, also won the FA Cup before their bigger neighbours way back in 1906. Since then, they've won it four more times, most recently with a 1-0 win over Manchester United in 1995, thanks to a goal by Paul Rideout. Since then, the trophy room has not been added to, however, although they did come close in 2009, but were beaten at the final hurdle by Chelsea in the final. Five wins is nothing to be sniffed at, but Liverpool have seven. Interestingly, they've won an FA Cup at least once in every decade since the 1960s. Could that be an omen? Their last victory in 2006 is up there with one of the most dramatic of all FA Cup finals. Liverpool needed an injury time equaliser, a pile driver by Gerrard, to force extra time and penalties against West Ham. Liverpool have also beaten Everton twice in FA Cup finals. In 1986, and most famously in 1989, the last win was five weeks after the Hillsborough disaster in which 96 Liverpool fans died in a stadium crush. How did the teams get to the semi-finals? Well, both teams will believe they deserve their place in the semis. Everton have beaten two Premier League sides on the way, Fulham and Sunderland, and also had a potential banana skin when they faced Blackpool in the fifth round. Liverpool also beat Premier League opposition in Manchester United in the fourth round and Stoke in the sixth. The Reds scored 15 goals and conceded four on their way to the semis, while Everton netted nine times and let in four. They did need a replay to overcome Sunderland, but both teams have looked good so far in the competition. So who's going to win it? Well, let's look at the form of the teams. In the last 10 games in all competitions, Everton have won five, drawn three and lost only two, while Liverpool have won just twice and lost six. They've been beaten by teams in the relegation zones such as QPR and Wigan, as well as to their bitter rivals Manchester United. Everton, on the other hand, have put a great run of form together and they've just hammered Sunderland 4-0. But head-to-head... Liverpool have the advantage. In the last five meetings, the Reds have won three and Everton just one. Liverpool have also done the double over the Blues this season. The game is a day before the anniversary of the Hillsborough disaster and it's bound to be an emotional affair. So Everton have the best league form, but Liverpool edge it on history and head-to-head. But as everyone knows, the form book goes out of the window in derbies. Here's Damien with Chelsea versus Tottenham. Chelsea and Tottenham. History. The second semi-final features another local derby, this time a London rivalry involving West London side Chelsea and North London's Tottenham. This will be the 146th time the two sides will have met and they've played each other in the FA Cup on seven previous occasions. Chelsea won 2-1 the last time they met in the Cup in 2007 though Spurs have managed to defeat their rivals in the final, although way back in 1967. 
Tottenham have a proud cup tradition, having won the trophy on nine occasions, but they've not won it since 1991. Chelsea have succeeded in landing the trophy six times and indeed have won it three times in the past four years. The road to the semis. Spurs have had a relatively easy run to the semi-final, having beaten championship side Watford in round three, Division 2 team Stevenage after a replay in round four and Premier League strugglers Bolton in round five. Chelsea thrashed championship side Portsmouth 4-0 in round three, overcame West London rivals Queen's Park Rangers 1-0 away in round four before downing championship side Birmingham after a replay in the last round. Their chances. Neither side is currently firing on all cylinders, but Chelsea are at least winning games something that Spurs seem to have forgotten how to do. The two teams played out a dull nil-nil game a couple of weeks ago, and with so much at stake, who is to say there will not be a repeat? One thing in Tottenham's favour is the fact that Chelsea are playing Barcelona in the Champions League three days after the semi-final, so they may not have their eye fully on the ball. Hopefully a Tottenham win, but it will be close. Next, it's our English for football section. This week's English for football expression is to lose ground. Now, this phrase is followed by the preposition on to make to lose ground on. And this means to fall behind another team on points. Now, imagine if one team is top with 60 points and the second-place team has 58 points. They both play at the weekend. The top team wins and now has 63 points, but the second-place team loses and still has 58 points. They have lost ground on the leader. Now, this week in the Argentinian Primera Division, Estudiantes lost ground on leaders Boca Juniors after losing 2-1 to Belgrano Cordoba. The opposite is to make up ground on. So... This week in the Premier League, Manchester United lost and Manchester City won. So City made up ground on United. To lose ground on, to make ground on. Thanks, Damien. Now it's time for predictions. Right, I'm only 16 points behind Damon. Is it too late? Am I making a run for the title? Well, here are my predictions for this week. Big, big games, Champions League semi-finals, FA Cup semi-finals and top of the table clashes. Everton versus Liverpool. That's Damon's team. We heard Damon earlier on in our main listing report. Uh, he thinks Liverpool are going to win. I don't. I think Everton are going to win this one 1-0. I also think my team Tottenham are going to win 1-0 on Sunday. That's the other semi-final Tottenham against Chelsea, another derby. Hopefully my team can win. Now in the Premier League this weekend, Manchester United play Aston Villa. And after their slip-up against Wigan, they hope that they can extend their lead at the top. And I think they will. 2-0 I'm going for. Now Champions League next week. Huge, huge game. Semi-finals of the Champions League. And no love lost between any of the four sides. Bayern Munich take on Real Madrid. And I think the German side are going to bounce back from their defeat against Dortmund to beat Madrid 1-0. Chelsea take on Barcelona with memories of their defeat in the semi-final three years ago. Uh, I think this will finish 1-1. 
And our final game this week is a big game in Germany, the Ruhr derby, Schalke against Dortmund. I think this will also finish 1-1. Right, I wonder if Damien can make up ground on me in this week's predictions. Um, I'm going to start as he did with the FA Cup semi-finals. Big games for him and for me. I think my team Liverpool is going to win the first one 2-0. Uh, that's on Saturday, and the Sunday tie is going to be 1-1. Then we've got Premier League action, Manchester United against Aston Villa. Um, Manchester United did slip up, but not this time. 3-0 against Aston Villa. Champions League, Bayern Munich against Real Madrid. I think, uh, although Bayern Munich are playing at home, they haven't got enough to beat Real Madrid, and Real Madrid will get a, a crucial away goal. 1-1, that'll set it up nicely for the Spanish side in the return leg. In the other semi-final, Chelsea hosts Barcelona, and I think Barcelona are going to get that away goal too, and they're going to beat Chelsea 1-0. And finally, in the Bundesliga, the Ruhr derby, as Damien has mentioned, Schalke against Dortmund. I think Schalke are going to pull a surprise victory here. 2-1 to Schalke. Those are my predictions. Enjoy all the football, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, Tara. 